and welcome to Myth Monsters. My name is Erin and I'll be your host for these little snack bite-sized podcasts on folklore and mythical monsters from around the world. These podcasts focus on the actual cryptids, folklore and mythic monsters from global mythology, rather than focusing on the full stories of heroes and their big adventures. I'll also be dropping in some references that they have to recent culture and where you can see these represented in modern day content so that you can learn more and get as obsessed as I am about these absolute legends of the mythological world. Firstly, I apologise for the lateness of this episode. It was due to come out on Thursday just gone. However, as you probably all know, Her Majesty the Queen passed away on Thursday evening and I decided that out of respect and pure admiration realistically, I decided not to post it and actually not post it for the rest of the week. So you're getting two this week off me as a catch up. But we're looking at cryptids again this week, which you all know I love. And we're heading back to Africa, which we haven't done for a little while either. So should be a fun one. Yes, we are looking at the wonderful legend of the Congo, the Makale Membe this week. If you've not heard of this monster, firstly, where have you been? It's a massive monster within the African society. So it's a real big one. It's one of the biggest cryptids and definitely the most popular African cryptid too. Although my personal favourite is the Groot Slong still. I, I still will stand by that. The Mikele Membe is described as an elephant-sized water beast that is said to be long-necked, long-tailed, herbivorous creature that is said to lurk in the deep swamps and lakes in the Congo River. It's particularly associated with the Lakula region and Lake Tele, but it's reported from a number of other bodies of water within this region. Apparently, it lives within the caves that have been washed out by the river in the clay during the evening. Before we get into the monster though, let's talk about its environment, because I had no idea about anything to do with the Congo before I researched this one. It's the second longest river in Africa, and the world's deepest river at 720 foot deep, which in comparison to Loch Ness, for example, which we talked about, which is the UK's deepest body of water, is 750 foot deep. So it's not far off. You would think that maybe the Congo is deeper, and that's what I was expecting, but alas, no, Loch Ness is pretty crazy deep. So we know that these kind of creatures could potentially live within them, as this debate has gone on with Loch Ness and the lakes in Canada forever. But anyway, the Congo runs through the Republic of Congo, obviously, Angola, Zambia, Cameroon and Tanzania. So you can imagine how many different nationalities might have seen this monster, and certainly, maybe it belongs to one of those cultures instead. Now, Mikele Membe is said to be of a brownish-grey colour, with smooth skin and it has that long neck and tail kind of like an alligator, but it only has one tooth. However, it is very long, and it does sometimes get mistaken for a horn in some cases. It generally looks very similar to a sauropod, which was a four-legged, long-necked dinosaur back in the day, but I guess that's kind of more suited to our origin bit later on. It's said that although it's incredibly rare to see, It's also incredibly violent and aggressive to any boats or ships that come across it. However, it would never eat the humans on board. It would just kill them as they're herbivores and they only hunt for food in the daytime anyway. But it is usually reported alone or in male-female pairs, although at least two claimed sightings of a mother and a single calf have been recorded in history. So we do know that they are apparently a mating species 
and there is more than one. Therefore, really, it's quite rare, but it's a cryptid species rather than a single creature. It's said that it's really similar to the Loch Ness Monster because of the links to it being a lake dinosaur. It's very similar to Nessie itself, but it is also linked to elephants, rhinos, hippos, and even crocodiles, making it kind of standing with one of the major threats to Africans around this area in terms of monsters and creatures. Although I will say, I think the best summary view is a German explorer back in 1938 said this about the monster, and this is a great explanation of what realistically I've just said, but it, it sounds better coming from him. The belief in a gigantic water animal described as a reptile with a long, thin neck exists among the natives throughout the southern Cameroons, wherever they form part of the Congo Basin and also to the west of this area, doubtless wherever the great rivers are broad and deep and are flanked by virgin forest. This belief seems to be widespread throughout the Congo Basin. This monster is herbivorous and mostly feeds on the luxuriant aquatic vegetation of this region. To do this, it does not come out of the water until after sunset. Its preferred habitat is in places where, as a result of the force of the current, deep and peaceful creeks have formed. These are the features common to all indigenous stories of this kind. Now let's move on to etymology. Makele Membe is a Lingala word, which is the spoken language of the Congo, and it means one who stops the flow of rivers. I imagine this is because of the beast's large size, that it could possibly stop rivers if it turns sideways slightly, much like that ship that got stuck in the Suez Canal a few years back. I imagine it would be like that. It does though have some other names however, such as Nyamala, Yagonini, Badigui, Kikuru, Zuji, Nsanga, Umbilinutu, or most often Emela Ntuka. These are all different language names for the same kind of monster, however the Emela Ntuka was definitely one in and of itself as a monster, as well as the Nunsanga, which was definitely believed to be more of a crocodile based monster. But of course these will probably have their own episode down the line if I can learn how to pronounce them, that would be great, but sometimes they were used as other names for the Makele Membe too. The first written description of the Makele Membe was in 1909 and was described in a book called Beasts and Men by an infamous game hunter called Carl Hagenbeck. He said that when the locals told him to go looking for this monster, they described it as a half elephant and half dragon. However, Hagenbeck described the monster himself in the book, saying that it could only be some kind of dinosaur, seemingly akin to the Brontosaurus. This was followed by a German officer in 1913 called Ludwig Freiherr von Stein zu who went out to the Congo to lead an expedition and sent through all of his observations to a really famous German writer, Wilhelm Bosch, who was then writing a book on dragons called Drachen, Sag und Natterwissenschaft, or translated into English by Willy Ley, the dodo, the lungfish, and the unicorn in 1948. That's definitely not what the German says, just as a note there. This described the Makele Membe as the smooth-skinned, long-necked monster that we know today, and was the widespread inspiration for where this monster came from after word of mouth. There were a couple more sightings between the 1910s and the 1980s, with few especially during the 1930s, with an anonymous Belgian traveller 
and I think it was Poirot, personally, saying the following, It exceeds the tallest trees. The body is like that of a formidable ox with a large tail. Its neck is immense and ends in a rather small head, on which it has a large crest like a coxcomb. It dwells in the swamps and swims at a very great speed. In Kasai, I even heard of a native chief who jealously guarded the tail of a brontosaur. This actually leads us really nicely onto the whole dinosaur-saurian idea of the Mekele Membe. There have been tales throughout the 1900s that there were still saurian-type dinosaurs living out their days in the forests of Africa, completely away from society and hidden from human sight. Saurians are described as a large, smooth-skinned, four-legged dinosaur that have really long necks, much like a brontosaurus, for example. That's the go-to with common dinosaur types. However, they are not known for their swimming, either way. But it is very truly believed that there were dinosaurs living in these parts of Africa until quite recently. And actually, just to go on from this, there's even a Marvel Universe in which they meet one of the X-Men villains called Sauron, who, much like the Lord of the Rings character, is named, yes, but he is very literally a full-on dinosaur with hypnosis and flight powers. He looks like a dinosaur, but he looks more like a pterodactyl. But that's some random place in the African rainforest too that they just find. But however, I digress. More modern media. But reports of this were actually media sensations in the early 1910s across Europe and America. And at the time, dinosaurs were really popular. It was a massive archaeological age, with the Brontosaurus certainly being one of the top contenders alongside the T-Rex and the Velociraptors for being really popular. The discovery works with the large amount of dino propaganda at this time in other places in the world too, so that's quite a fun little bit. However, after this first load of sightings in the early 1900s, interest in this creature picked up again in the early 2000s, with a BBC show doing a whole programme on it called Congo in 2001, they worked with locals to try and figure out the Mekele Membe, and they just identified it as a type of rhino. However, rhinos had not been in that area for many years, and they actually thought it was a black rhino, which is now extinct. So the conclusion here was that it was kind of a mix of myth and also weird memories playing here. But then in 2016, another documentary crew went out and spent four weeks out in the swamps to collect stories from locals, with actually 50% of the people still believing that the monster existed, but died centuries ago. In 2018, another group went out with a DNA scientist from Denmark, but they didn't find any Mekele Membes, they just discovered a new type of algae, which I think is still pretty cool if you ask me. But in terms of real life comparisons, other than the list of real life monsters of Africa that I've previously listed above, the most reasonable and agreed upon explanation is that the Mekele Membe is probably a legend based on the black rhinoceros which, as I said, is a now extinct species which was native to Central Africa, where the stories of the Mekele Membe came from. Unfortunately, no sauropods have ever been found, and they haven't in Loch Ness either, even though they're the plesiosaur side, and sightings have been rare, so it's tricky to even put this monster up against others realistically. But that moves us quite nicely onto modern media, there's very little because of the nature of this monster and actually the location to Westerners. 
so it's certainly not as modern media friendly as our other sea monsters of the ilk, such as Nessie, as it just doesn't have as much airtime in Western space. For art though, as this is a cryptid, I would always recommend looking up independent stuff for this one, as you will really struggle to find any official art for them. I found my one after quite a lot of digging for my advertising this week, but it could realistically be any dinosaur painting. I don't think it's actually backed up that it's Michele Membe. I just thought it looked slightly more towards our theme, I suppose, and the background of the Congo River. I'm not sure, but I went for it anyway. But for movies, we have Baby, Secret of the Lost Legend, The Dinosaur Project, Godzilla, King of Monsters, and The Explorer. For TV, we have The Secret Saturdays, Congo, Monster Quest The Last Dinosaur, and The Secret Files of the Spy Dog. In video games, we have Senran Kagura, Shin Megami Tensei, and Steppenwolf The X Creatures Project. My book recommendation this week, I would really recommend one of two books. Firstly, for specifically Michele Membe stuff, I would really recommend Michele Membe Mystery Beasts of the Congo Basin by William J. Gibbons. Or if you're after cryptids specifically, Tales of the Cryptids Mysterious Creatures That May or May Not Exist by Kelly Milner Halls for some really good cryptid coverage by a very renowned cryptid author too. She is fantastic. I've got a good three, four books by her. Now it's time for Do I Think They Existed? I'm going to say that I'm most likely going to go with my same response as to what I did with Nessie because we know that the Congo could definitely hold this size beast because Loch Ness is slightly deeper by like 25 foot and we think holds Nessie, but it has a much longer journey to travel through about five different countries, whilst Nessie just chills out in her pond in Scotland. I mean, I can't blame her to be fair. However, what we can look at is the differences between the two. Some say that Nessie was a pleosaur, which are aquatic based dinosaurs with flippers. They're designed to swim with large bodies of water and they have fins and stuff like that, streamlined. But the Michele Membe was thought to be a sauropod, which is basically just a Brontosaurus type dino, which had no swimming skills whatsoever other than actually being able to hold their head very highly above the water. There is no swimming skills or set of functionalities within their bodies that make sense to swim. Consider this though, the water in the Congo has currents up to 30 miles an hour, so you would either need to be a very very big dinosaur or a water-based one in order to survive in that environment. So I'm not really sure on this one, I'm probably going to have to say no, but I'm basing this on my very limited knowledge of dinosaurs and water safety. But based on that, I think we'd probably know if a bunch of dinosaurs that big were still hiding out in the Congo, especially if they were the Brontosaurus type, their heads sticking up. I feel like it would be something that we would have noticed by now. Especially if they're vegetarians, they'd eat to eat plants that grow on the ground. And if they're sauropods, then they can also go on land. So who really knows? It's a big question for the ages. But what do you think? Did the Michele Membe roam the waters of the Congo? Let me know on Twitter, I would really like to know what you think about this one. But what a monster! I really love me a sea beast. I actually watched the new Netflix film The Sea Beast this weekend, and I really do highly recommend it for a swashbuckling sea monster movie. And it's got Carl Urban as the lead, so you can't really complain, you can, there's nothing else you could want in an animated movie. But next week, we are heading over to China, and we are looking at possibly one of the closest we've come to a god on this podcast. 
but it's one that's all over modern media in various ways. It's also the Moon Festival on Saturday the 10th, so it's a really nice way to commemorate something by going back to this culture, and not specifically talking about the Moon Festival in any way, we've already done that, but it's interesting either way. So yes, next week we are looking at the legendary monkey king Wukong, grab your staff and come drifting in on the wind next Thursday for this beastie. A quick reminder though, that next week will be the last episode before my two week break, and after this I'll be off till the 6th of October, so please don't be surprised when no episodes come out, I will be on my little holiday. For now though, thank you so much for listening, it's been an absolute pleasure. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give it a rating on the service you are listening on. I've got the Twitter for any questions or suggestions on what monsters to cover next, and I'd really love to hear from you. The social media handles for TikTok, YouTube and Instagram are Myth Monsters Podcast, and the Twitter is Myth Monsters Pod. But all of our content can always be found at mythmonsters.co.uk, and you can find us on Good Pods and Patreon if you want to help me fund the podcast too. Come join the fun though and share this with your pals. They might love me as much as you do. But for now, stay spooky. And I'll see you later, babes. <laughs>